Have you ever been in a situation where you heard something or saw something and you immediately drew your own conclusions about what happened or will happen? Mm -hmm. Either those conclusions or assumptions are right or wrong. There is a part of you that sometimes believes it and holds on to your version of the truth, right? <laughs> I believe what we are about to dive into today is a topic that may not be at the forefront of our minds all the time and certainly not in the softness of our hearts all the time. It is not our fault, really. There is this powerful processor built within us that is actively, every day, making sense of everything we see, feel, and also filtering as needed to ensure we are operating in the best capacity possible. Our brains are designed to help us, but sometimes we have to get out of the systematic mode of performing the task of life the same way over and over again. Thank God for giving us a secondary processor, our mind and heart, where we develop conscience to sift through things we see, we hear, we taste, we touch, and even smell. Hear me, dear sister. Context is so important, and context is everything. At the end of our time together today, I want you to walk away with a new way of existing and being present with others. When you walk into the supermarket and you see an interaction that you cannot deem normal, remember to ask yourself, I wonder what the context might be. Now, how do you do that when you have yourself and others around you to think about? Well, I got you. So let's go and figure it out, okay? Okay, so let me be real with y'all for a minute. As I sat down to record this episode, I really had to pray because I felt a little bit of sadness in me. And yes, I also experienced sadness as the chief joy activator. Don't get it twisted. And I had to really calm myself down um, because I miss my husband. He has been gone on this Navy assignment for almost two weeks now. And it has been just me and the kids and grandma. And we have been navigating life the best that we can. And as I sat down to record, there's this, you know, teeny, teeny sadness that came into my heart. When I spoke to him earlier today, he was asking me about how I feel. And like any of us would do, I give him a thumbs up like I'm good because I don't want him worrying about the family while he is on this assignment. But this is my podcast community. These, these are my sisters. So I just wanted to be real with y'all for a minute and say that it's not always rosy, right? And so when I'm talking about context today, I want you to know that there is context in everything and with everything that you see around you. And sometimes knowing the context definitely makes a difference. So Hi friend, this is Kate Aikoka-Daisy. It is great to have you listening. What I aim to do with this podcast in the wider ministry, which I founded, I Am Free Woman Ministries, is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe that healing is our choice. And once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say, healed people heal people. I want to give a shout out to Money That Makes Sense for following us on Instagram. Now, I know this person personally, so if you want to know more about money and learn tips, I want you to go and follow her, Money That Makes Sense. And I want to welcome you to Choose Delivery. And I also want to say thank you to Tickles451 for shouting us out on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for the review, which is simply titled My Therapy. Can I say that again? My Therapy. Yes, you said this the podcast helps you very, very well. And so I just want to say thank you. It does mean a lot to me. And for those who are listening, 
listening. If you want to send a review, please do so on Apple Podcast. Also rate because that's the only way that really this message of living free in Christ and particularly living free in our minds, in our hearts, our mental health can really go far. And I believe that my message is unique and I know that there are so many people that can benefit from it. So do a share, okay? If you're new to the Choose to Live Free podcast community, you can find all about me, the host, and also the organization that I founded. I am Free Woman Ministries at ChiefJoyActivator.com and also I am FreeWoman.org. I want you to subscribe so that you receive firsthand news, information, and updates. And follow me and follow us on Instagram and Facebook too because you want to be plugged in to kind of hear and see our shenanigans, right? <laughs> This podcast is me and you navigating the world of healing the heart and mind by integrating faith and well-being tools to activate your spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical healing, and the bonus, your financial well-being. I bring the parts of me that are healed and the parts that are still healing, and I also want you to do the same. Every time you listen to the podcast, I want you to feel that you are a little bit better than you were yesterday. So we are walking this together. Walking the rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic godly self can sometimes be so tricky. Choose to Live Free podcast is my way of making faith work plus healing plus everything in between about life and living it relatable and joy-filled. <laughs> so welcome, all right? Now, let's skip to the good part. There's a song, actually. Shall we skip to the good part? Na, 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 na. It's on Instagram somewhere. It's a real. But I like that song. It said, now, shall we skip to the good part? So let's skip to the good part, right? <laughs> All right. So as I was saying, yes, when I started recording the show, I was a little bit sad because I am missing my husband who has been gone for a while on an assignment. And, you know, that's the context, right? So for anyone who met me today and anybody who interacted with me, they don't know the other context, right? So if I had given off any negative vibes or if I wasn't my usual self, right, there was a context behind it. All right. Let me tell you a bit of a story. All right. A woman who was betrothed to be married to a nice young man. Okay. The plans were made, the date was set, and everyone was in position to celebrate and throw a feast. Then the worst news happens. Worst, in quote, was shared with the groom-to-be. His soon-to-be bride or his soon-to-be wife had gotten pregnant. Oof. Now, if the roles were reversed, of course, men cannot get pregnant, so there is really no role reversal here. But there are probably other ways in which women would know that something had happened. Having babies is part of the unique design of females, and so that would be one obvious sign of betrayal by a woman is by getting pregnant, right? And for men, well, finding out about their betrayal may come from outside sources, instincts of the partner, and even dreams. Yes, dreams. So as the story goes, the man made up his mind to be a gentleman and let go of the soon-to-be wife in as graceful a manner as possible. Now, I don't know how that could even be possible, given people knew about the impending nuptials. So um, no matter how gentle you let go of your partner, people will still notice, right? Like, hey, where's your husband? Why aren't you with him? And all that. But right before he was to act on his decision, a valuable piece to his soon-to-be wife's story was made evident to him. Ooh, can you imagine how your world would be if you knew this piece to a puzzle in your life right now? Context is everything. When the context as to why the woman got pregnant was made available to the man in a dream, he changed his mind. He decided to stay. This, dear sisters, is the first view we get into the life of Jesus Christ. And I want you to read Matthew chapter 1, specifically starting from verse 18. Where we see Jesus' father, Joseph, and he had context surrounding his wife's pregnancy and also his father being obedient and believing in the revelation from God and him choosing to stay. Yes, Jesus's life 
started with a bit of no context, but when context was added, it made sense to his father. Now let's remember the word choose here is really important too. Sometimes you can be given all the context you need or want yet ultimately you are free to choose to think however you want to, to feel however you want to, and even to do whatever you want. Joseph chose to stay and do the right thing by God. Can you imagine what would have happened if Joseph did not have this context? I try to imagine, and honestly, I like this version better, okay? <laughs> In our everyday lives, we have so many opportunities to make and experience context. Context is very important. It shapes our communication. And as I'm talking about verbal communication, there is also the nonverbal communication and our thoughts and our emotional life to consider when it comes to communication. Yes, that last part in particular, our thoughts and our emotional life. We can become angry at someone and when we learn the whole story, we realize being angry was pointless or being angry was justified. We can think a myriad of weird thoughts about someone or something and when we learn the full reason or explanation, we find ourselves figuring out how to apologize or not. This is all part of our human conditioning and reconditioning every single day. There are two levels to context. Context that we receive from outside ourselves and context that we create, right? In other words, context comes from what we create and from the schemas and mental models of those who view the situation. Context can exist at both ends of any felt perception. So whatever we feel and perceive, we can create context around that. Which of these ends do you think comes easy to a person? Is it the context that is created from within or context that is given from the outside? The one that's easy is often the one that we create because it's within us. It comes from a place and we are able to create conclusions and assess, uh, assumptions and all that, right? Because we can create and control the narrative in our minds if we want to. We must be cautious though, because the more we think and overthink about something and try to make sense of something, the higher the possibility for worry and anxiety. I read this somewhere recently and I loved it. And this says, the greater the cognitive load, the more difficult it is to process information. So let's put it this way. If you have had a long day and you encounter a situation, let's just say at the gas station, you just want to pump your gas and go home. You have spent your day working and processing so much information. And now you're at the gas station and knowing how your body's feeling, probably tired, your processing capacity is overloaded. And so any situation, information you encounter, your meaning which creates new context for you might be skewed, yep. Because at that point, because of your tiredness, really, your brain is really going to go on overdrive to create shortcuts. Every aspect of your senses, what you see, what you taste, what you touch, what you smell, what you hear, starts the process of creating meaning. And this process will connect to three types of memory buckets, your sensory memory, your working memory, and your long-term memory. In short, and very quickly, your sensory memory gives us the information we need to pass on to the working memory, if need be. And your working memory does exactly that. It works. It analyzes data, facts, makes short-term decisions, and so on. And using repetition, we then train ourselves to remember, um, like studying a test. And when we repeat information for a long time, it ends up in our long-term memory, and that is where you have unlimited storage. And so you see, the creation of context is really, really easy for us when we are bringing it from the inside out. Okay. 
So I didn't mean to expand so much on this around memory, but I think it is so important that we understand why context is so critical. Context can be created by you through your senses and experiences, which become your sensory memory, your working memory, or your long-term memory. I want to now focus on the context that you receive from the outside that counters what you already created. And often it does. What you create on the inside sometimes will counter or will be contrary to what you receive on, from the outside. Like Joseph, Jesus's father, we make up our mind about something and then the next minute we learn a new fact, data or information. And what do you do now that you have that new fact or information? Something happened to me a few months ago at Costco, which really became a learning moment for me, but also an awakening for me about context. And at that time, I hadn't even started working on this podcast. So, I mean, all these are life lessons, right? So I went to Costco and for those in the United States, um, if you are in Ghana, if you are in other parts of the world, you probably can think of ShopRite or some other mega you know, shopping center. And so when I got to the parking lot, the whole parking lot was full and I didn't know where I was going to park. I finally found a spot to park. And so after I was done, I, you know, I saw a guy come in with a cart and because I needed a parking spot, I wanted to park. And so when he put, when he was coming, I told him, I, I, I kind of waved to him like, Hey, can you hold your cart for me? I can use that. And so what the guy did was he placed the cart behind someone's car. <laughs> This is where it gets interesting. Now, unluckily for him, the car that he placed the cart behind, the owner of that car was a few feet behind him. <laughs> and so when I got out of the car and I walked up to remove the carts, this is what I heard the car owner say. How stupid of him. It, it saddened me when I heard him make that comment. And so I turned to him and I said, oh no, it's not his fault. I told him to put the cart there because I was parking and I was going to need the cart. All of a sudden, the car owner's face just ch changed. You could tell that he was a little bit ashamed for what he had said about the guy that he did not know. Context. Literally, what the car owner saw was what we all see sometimes without really taking time to process. What he saw was, someone leaving a cart behind his car and he quickly drew a conclusion that he was probably lazy he didn't want to return the cart and so he left it right there but it was not the case right so when i came and i added more context now he had the full picture of the incident of the situation and he could now see that okay i really insulted an innocent person right as i walked away from that situation i immediately felt the holy spirit remind me of this phrase compassionate understanding. Instead of judging the man who made the comment about the other guy, the Holy Spirit said, you can now also create your own context and meaning about the guy who made the comment. Yes, and I could have. I could have easily said a few things about him for making a comment about someone that he didn't know or a situation that he didn't know anything about. Or I could, I could also assume that all people that I meet from now on who basically look like him will think the same way. Or I could have just had compassionate understanding that says he made that comment without knowing the full context out of ignorance. And hopefully now that he has heard the full story or the context, he's going to reflect and learn something about himself, right? Himself, because this context brought something out of him. And hopefully as he walked away with that shameful facial expression, he was able to start to reflect and ask, now, why did I react that way? And why did I insult an innocent person when I didn't know the full story? Let me expand on the importance of context and living free in Christ. 
being free in your mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, even physical and financial, you need context, useful, helpful context. And when context isn't useful or helpful, well, you must show on, you must know what to do. Today's episode really is all about that. And particularly, it speaks to mental and emotional health. To experience this freedom in your mind and emotions from the weighted issues of life, it is important that you feed your mind with the right thoughts, that you free your mind from destructive thoughts, and that you focus your mind on the right things. And this is an excerpt from a sermon I heard from Pastor Rick Warren. It is important that you free your mind with the right thoughts, that you feed, you free your mind from destructive thoughts. So you feed your mind with the right thoughts. You free your mind from destructive thoughts and you focus on the right things. I have come to learn through experience and even from psychologists that human experiences oftentimes impacts the context. The right context can set you free. The right context can heal you. The right context can make dreams come true and so on. That is why we must be different in our journey as Christian women of faith. When you encounter a situation, instead of making quick decisions, ask the mind of Christ in you to help you to understand context. So what do you do once context is provided from the outside? So for example, the guy at Costco, I gave him the context and so now he knew more about this situation, right? Well, first of all, what you want to do is consider the source, right? What source did Joseph receive the information from? Joseph received information in a dream, the additional information that he needed to make the right decision. This step is really important because the source provides credibility and makes it easier for you to believe what they are saying or sharing, even if you are reading it as well. Secondly, once you have considered the source, you get to choose how you want to use the information. Yes. So the guy at Costco, after I gave him the information, he could have easily just walked off and shrugged his shoulder and still believe that the other guy was stupid. But what he did by his facial expression was that he was processing what I said and he chose better. And I believe if he could apologize to the other guy, he probably would have apologized. And the other guy would have been like, uh, what are you talking about? Because he was totally, totally unaware that someone had just insulted the daylight out of him. <laughs> Joseph decided to be obedient and do as the Spirit was telling him to do by tapping into his understanding, and I will say his compassionate understanding. Leaning on your own understanding leads you to a myriad of choices. Leaning on the Spirit for guidance helps you move past your ego, past the shortcut options your brain tries to send you, and because you have the mind of Christ, you use some wisdom, especially compassionate understanding. There is a passage in Proverbs that I love so much because it tells us the value of wisdom. And I want to share a few with you. It says that the value of wisdom lies in understanding. And so in Proverbs 2, some of the highlights would be inclining our hearts to understanding, raising our voice to understanding, understanding that comes from the mouth of God. And get this, understanding will guard you. I need you to read Proverbs 2, okay? Proverbs chapter 2 understanding will guard you. Now immediately, how do you do or how do you guard your hearts, dear sisters? That's the first thing that came to mind. How do you guard your hearts? Now let's just say um, I just received this revelation as I'm recording about guarding your heart and understanding. And I want to say this, I don't want to digress, but I think I have to because this is really going to eat me up if I am not obedient to the spirit. So 
Your heart is not necessarily the soft tissue and emotions of your being per se. Your heart is that inner subconscious hard drive that has built up years of life experiences. So speaking of context, when you encounter a situation, you, your brain tries to process and make meaning and memory of them. Part of that work comes from previously stored data in your long-term memory banks that sits deep within your subconscious, your heart. So when you are guarding your heart, what are you doing? We know of boundaries, but what if his word also is asking us to use understanding? Understanding will guard you. Or maybe I should say compassionate understanding, right? What do I mean? If the guy at Costco hadn't received and understood the context surrounding why the guy left the cart behind his car, his heart would have continued to be a bit bitter towards the situation. But choosing to understand the full context, his heart, his subconscious was being transformed. His hard drive was refreshed and updated a little bit with credible information. And so as he chooses understanding, he also guards his heart against bitterness and opens his heart to feel and be a better human being. That, my friends, is how you guard your heart with understanding. Understanding will guard you. So you see that understanding is the boundary that can make a difference between a hardened heart and a holy heart with healthy boundaries. Yep, I digressed there for a minute, but whew, that was the Holy Spirit moment. And I hope that you caught that and you're running with it. So next time, if something happens and you're talking about guarding your heart, guarding your heart, the question that I want you to ask yourself is, have I sufficiently used my compassionate understanding in this situation, in this moment? Whew, yes. When you have considered the source and decided on how to use the information given, the next thing really that you have to do is reflect, rephrase, repeat, and practice walking the path of understanding. So the third step is to rephrase what you hear in the context and repeat it by practicing the use of understanding. Joseph reflected on his dream the next day and the meaning of the context received. And from there, Joseph practiced this understanding as he and his family encountered dangers even after Jesus' birth. This tells us that we should always keep our minds. We should always keep our friend, lady, wisdom close. If you want to peacefully guard your heart, putting up a better boundary won't do it. Putting up a better boundary would do it. And that is through lady wisdom, knowledge, insight, and understanding, which is what will build a better, healthy boundary when it comes to guarding your heart. So far, I have spoken about being the recipient of context and how what or how you do it matters. One thing to note, though, when you think of the other person, you can be the deliverer of great context. You can give excellent context by thinking about how the other person would feel if they were at the receiving end of your communication. Also, you can consider the way in which you communicate, particularly your body language and your tone. Yes. While you may be spiritually mature to receive context, remember, not everyone may be at your level of spiritual maturity. So while you use compassionate understanding to help create meaning from the context received, use compassionate understanding to help you communicate context to another. Information just doesn't find its way into our minds, y'all, or our hearts, our subconscious. The long-term memory is always receiving data. 
part of living free, healing, evolving, growing is when we rec- when we choose to analyze what we allow into our minds and hearts through sensory, working, and long-term memory. Content is everything, and in the world of communication, it informs the recipients the kind of conclusions they can make and assumptions they can make or ignore. You may have encountered a similar Costco context, maybe even a Joseph experiencing dreams, right? I want to summarize our context by saying this. There are so many ways in which people are communicating with us every day. But if we took a moment every day to really, really watch and listen to what they have to say, it should it, it, it should go a long way and it will go a long way. But if we continue to be in our fast-paced world and not slowing down, then we are always going to miss that context. So I'm going to leave you with some three thoughts three words, and three actions for today. The first thought, remember this, understanding will guard you. I love that. This understanding is what will protect your heart from unnecessary outrage and bitterness and prolonged comfort in disguised presence with others. Yes, because you don't want to um, guard your heart the right way, you end up living in disguise from who you truly are. Second thought, in receiving context, Consider the source with careful insight. Being quick to listen and allowing your mind to uh, develop into a mind of Christ can help you have healthy, new, long-term memory. And thirdly, don't be like the guy at Costco where you jump to conclusions so quickly. Challenge your thoughts and be curious enough to ask questions. Yes, if he had simply walked up and asked a question, that would have prevented his heart from being initially bitter. Yes. The three words for today are compassionate understanding, which is more of a phrase, subconscious, and also insight. And your three actions for today, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to rate. I want you to review. I want you to connect because hearing from you truly, really also gives us life, gives me life as a podcaster. So hopefully you're going to leave a review and you're going to rate our show. Your second action is this. I want you to answer these questions. It's more like a condensed set of questions. Reflect on the past few weeks. That is the first thing. And in what instance did you need context that you did not have? I want you to identify that. And what conclusions or assumptions did you make and how would you be ready next time when you're talking and someone with when you're talking with someone and some key information is missing? And thirdly, your third action is this. Now this action is more of an announcement, so I want you to take notes, okay? I am so happy. I am so excited about this. Very, very happy. Get ready for something exclusive coming to my followers, Chief Joy Activator. I have been working on a product for the past three years. Yes, 2020, 2021, 2022. Three good years. And finally, it will be launching right before the holidays. All Along with this product will be the opportunity for you to sign up for an exclusive workshop if you want to be consistent, focused, and achieve your goals in 2023. Now, if you've been following me on Instagram for a while, Chief Joy Activator, you probably can tell how consistent I can be and how dedicated I can be and how I keep working at my goals, my life. And so I am calling this workshop Systems of Life, a biblical approach to creating and using systems that will help you meet and exceed your goals in 2023. So stay tuned for more information because I want you 
you, you, and me to live a life that is well, to live a life that is whole, to live a life that is true to the calling that God has placed on our hearts individually. It is always a great time walking in my purpose of teaching and building others up in the way of God. I have tasted it and I know in my heart that is where peace and joy reside. Living free is everyday godly decisions that frees your heart and mind, feeds your heart and mind, and focuses your heart and mind. My heart is full and I hope yours is too, dear sister, and I want us to be different. So as you listen to our podcast, do the work, put in the work. It's basically free therapy, y'all, free therapy. (laughs) I am so happy that I get to walk in my purpose to help so many of you live joyfully free and walk in your purposes too. There is work to do and um, the work to transform hearts and mind is never easy, Um, but we can do it, right? So let's choose to be free. Let's choose to live free. Let's choose to stay free, being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women of God. And until next time, I want you to go out there and be great. May God's goodness and mercy follow you always. And remember, heal people, heal people. So go into the world and heal someone today. Choose to live free. I love you. Bye.